0: You're listening to an original episode of What's on Joe Mind, brought to you by whatsonjoemind.com. Is that right? Is that correct? Welcome to the long awaited special edition number 69 of What's on Joe Mind.
1: 69!
0: (laughs) We are, of course, a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe, and we've been doing this for a long time. We've got a good 120 or so regular episodes and almost 70 special editions and all kinds of other stuff. But this is the world famous uh, 69. With me, of course, you've already heard, Joe Colton. Hello. And uh, floating around in the background, having just polished off a dime count of C-nugs. The wrist lock, Wes Whitlock.
2: C-nug!
3: Why is that a thing?
0: It's going to be a thing.
4: I hate you both.
0: We're going to make it a thing. You got your orders, man. You have your orders. New Year's Day. You're driving through McDonald's. Dime count of C-nuts.
5: I'm going to make (laughs) t-shirts.
0: Anyhow, we had all kinds of folks contacting us about what this episode would be. They wanted to be a part of Special Edition 69. And obviously, I mean, we all know the reason. The number 69 somehow became the longest-running gag in the English language, it's not somehow. We all know how, but we don't need to get into that here. This is a family show.
6: It's a family show.
0: Something like that. (laughs) I'm just trying to think of what kind of family would listen to us. Anyhow, we decided that there really wouldn't be a way to do that justice.
6: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, there's no way for us to live up to Special Edition 69. It's just not possible. And, And it's too much pressure to put on a guest to do that either. And so what we decided instead was in our show's proud tradition of running gags,
6: oh god,
0: <laughs> special edition 69 will instead be a greatest hits clip show of what's on Joe mind running gags. And to further bring <laughs> the idea home, it's all broadcast for you with selections from the time life collection classical thunder playing in the background <laughs> so that you've got that that classical music loud noise going on in the back just like you're watching fireworks on the 4th of July mhm figured that was fitting and there's a few parts where perhaps the soundtrack deviates a little bit from classical music but you'll you'll know so don't don't tag us on that it's all on purpose just enjoy, sit back, relax. We're gonna take you through the entire eight plus years of what's on Joe' mind, through most of the running gags and running jokes that we still have to do, even to this day. Joe Colton, do you have any last thoughts?
6: We're a family show. <laughs> I can't
0: say anything. The wristlock, Wes Whitlock. Are you excited for this?
5: I'm very excited. I'm too excited.
0: It, it's like somebody gave you the double dime of C-Nugs.
2: <laughs> it's ridiculous. So many C-Nugs, so little time. We got barbecue sauce
0: and hot mustard, baby.
2: Yeah! Yeah!
4: I, I don't know what's happening.
0: No one knows what's happening. We just got to roll with it. Okay. Special edition 69, folks. Happy New Year. We'll <laughs> see you in 2020. When our vision will be clear,
2: and our bellies full of happening <laughs> Welcome to what's on Joe' mind. It's a fan cast about the world of GI Joe. It's basically what happens when three guys have too much time on their hands and talk about what's on their Joe' minds. I'm Gary, aka Commander in Chief. Joining me on the Skype line is Greg, aka Crosshair, and Chuck, aka Chuck Dog 1999. How's it going, fellas? We are thrilled to be joined by a true ambassador, glamour model, and playboy. The world's most interesting man wishes he was him. Everyone, please welcome James Cavanaugh Jr. Yay! Hey. 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 I'm not going to be able to make it out the door with this big head of mine all of a
6: sudden. All right. <laughs>
2: noted author James Cavanaugh. Noted, yeah, yeah, noted author, <laughs> noted author James Cavanaugh. Noted. All right, I'll shut up. <laughs>
6: Cover Girl. I
0: think either way, that's just an easy, easy, easy figure for them to do. Now,
2: wouldn't you need? Wouldn't you need to do uh, a special vote? That means absolutely nothing uh, for the Devils. Do Cover Girl.
3: I was gonna say, Mike, you're gonna get Gary go <laughs> here. On <Cover>
2: girl. Boo! <laughs> is, is that here? You know, five or six years later, he's not bitter.
5: <laughs>
2: is Quinsuelo the maid there by chance?
5: No. <laughs> She is, she is no home.
2: Okay, well, we won't, we won't ask Consuelo the maid to to come. No. No, okay, all right.
5: No.
6: (laughs) Hi, Charlie, this is your mother again. (laughs) I got a call from one of your little friends. Ah, uh, what's his name? The one with the really distinct breathing into the mic mon- Gary, that was... I'm
2: just hot for you, Mom.
6: Anyway, he called me and said that they were having a special ladies episode. So I wanted to call you and tell you, you'll know, you have to take a bath tonight <laughs> before the show.
2: So Chuck has been a real big trooper. He has missed his wrestling. He's been sick the whole time. He takes it like a man. Right, Herb? Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, <laughs> oh,
1: Jesus Christmas.
2: <laughs> oh, by the way, this is a botcon-free episode. For those of you that are worrying around at home, like, oh no, I don't want to hear anything more about Transformers from Chuck. This is a botcon-free episode.
1: Basically, you know, you get a Joe fan and a Transformer fan squaring off, ready to fight. I come in the middle, and then all of a sudden we do the final uh, chorus and dance routine from Michael Jackson's Beat It. Hey, anyway, Gary, uh, I, yeah. can do, I can do a pretty good Major Blood impersonation if uh, you want me to read it.
4: All right, that works, yeah. It's the, the, well, the only one that's titled at the end, or not titled, but signed, Sebastian Blood Warrior Poet.
1: Yeah, it's three lines. Starts with Stan Victorious. yes. Okay, I'll read it for you. Uh, <clears throat>
4: Stand victorious!
1: Don't taste rattled in the wind! Do place at my feet! <laughs> oh, wow.
3: What in God's name is <laughs> that? I
2: don't know, I like oh gosh, I'm lightheaded! Now, Chuck, last time we left you, you were getting ready to take common household items and your snake eye sword up to Canada to rescue Greg. So, go ahead and tell us your tale of rescue. Um, You have roughly three minutes and 53 seconds. I say that in case anyone wants to fast forward.
1: Okay. Well, if you all remember, I said all I needed was a toothbrush and some duct tape. Well, I drove up as far to the border as I could covered myself in the duct tape with the sticky side out, not as difficult as you might think, rolled around in the ground, attracting debris, so I could disguise myself as tumbleweed, and I just easily rolled across the border. Next, I proceeded to make my way to the uh, jail facility where Greg was being held. Not that difficult when you think, when you realize that Canada, big open place, they... Only one jail, and they advertise it. So, thankfully, by this point, I had the cover of night for me. I made my way in, ducking underneath. Tried to cut through the fence, and then I realized that my wonderful replica snake eye sword is actually dull. Because, you know safety regulations they couldn't sharpen it but that's okay I was able to find a stone and sharpen the end of the toothbrush to make it into a shank remember the last couple episodes I was able to use that to cut through finally I made it into the yard diving underneath the uh, spotlights, which weren't there for security but were advertising the, the Tim Hortons across the street that had just opened don't knock Tim Hortons Hey, no, 10 bits rule. Okay. So, I thought I was going to have to pick the lock, but apparently they don't lock anything in Canada, and I walked right in. Now, they keep foreign prisoners in a separate section, and, well, Greg was the only one, so he was rather easy to find. And I guess this goes without saying, but if the door was open, his cell door was unlocked, which makes me kind of wonder why Greg didn't try walking out. Well, I found him. He was a little disheveled, malnourished because all they were giving him was uh, poo tang and beer. Poo poo tea. Poo tea. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said,
4: I think.
3: <laughs> no, that, that was not what you
4: said. Poo tea. <laughs> oh, God.
3: That's why I didn't want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, so basically, okay. Greg, unfortunately, it was too weak to walk. And I think also a little drunk from the beer. So I had to pick him up, and I ran. And I'm carrying him out. And as we're leaving, we clear the fence. We're back into the cool of the night. Inexplicably, the jail bursts into an explosion behind me. Also inexplicably, my shirt rips open and starts blowing in a breeze where I don't know it came from, as I'm carrying Greg back all the way back home, reassuring him that he's safe now.
2: Now this bit's really more uncomfortable considering the music I'm playing. Anyways.
1: (laughs) That's why I wanted you to play that music. So I was able to get him back. And Greg, all I want to say to you is you have three, sort of four co-hosts. Besides me, I mean, including me, who was the only <laughs> one that gave a damn to come and get you? That would be you. <laughs> that's right. Don't you forget that.
2: I won't. Even though I failed in my big mission of finding you, Ashiko, they even had 10 of them sitting there, and I could have just stolen and ran away with it, but. Sorry
1: eh. Eh. You like that Sky Striker that's now going on eBay? <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: true. Well, hey, uh that was an awesome
3: harrowing tale oh that uh I couldn't tell you I didn't hear anything after Poontang after that it was all done. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back Craig we're happy to have you
4: actually I don't know if you ever noticed this Gary but A couple of weeks ago, because I'm behind on my listening, uh, you introduced uh, Mike as the admin of Generals Joe's. Yes. I was seeing how long it would take
2: everyone
3: to notice. You did that two weeks in a row. I did two weeks in a row. I noticed. I just wasn't going to say anything. But since you've been a to me, I've decided to step up. It's too late now. It's not funny.
0: Gary figured that I could admin a site that just gave us five out of three error messages as well as anybody
3: else. <laughs> so I'm sure you've heard that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's going to be playing Roadblock in G.I. Joe Retaliation this summer. Um, so tell me the truth here. Can you take him in a fight or what? You know, I have no idea, man. I've never seen the guy in person, so I'm not, you know, <laughs> not sure how to size him up, but uh, I'm pretty sure I have a bigger c**k. <laughs> so <that's>, uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> He's been dying to say
2: that. <laughs> so now it's time for the mailbag. Post Sock. Post-sock. Post-sock. <laughs> A little, sock. little aroused right now. Der post sock. Der first post I have here is von der Chad Vomp. Oh, okay, anyway.
1: post in for Chad <laughs> This is major blood of Cobra. <laughs> this is the real major blood from G.I. Joe listening to Chuck. And all I can say is this. You're listening to What's On Joe Mind. Except for the fact that I would like Chuck to make his mouth... My
5: hot top. What do you enjoy the most about working with Larry? The phone calls. Larry will call me up on the most random holidays for no apparent reason. <laughs> He's funny that way. Like he doesn't call on like, Christmas or my birthday or New Year's. He calls up on like Arbor Day. <laughs> and he'll just be like, hey, uh, just call and say hey, um, talk about the script maybe. Um, so yeah, <laughs> It's Larry. <laughs> You know, and I'll I'll have these on my phone. I'm like, okay, and I feel bad because he calls and I I am horrible about answering the phone. I just don't listen for it. I've always got it set for vibrate, so I never even realize I've missed calls. And then I feel bad calling him back, you know, because I don't know what he's doing. He's either playing guitar or writing a script or killing somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want barber Day, man.
0: You you can't interrupt the family on Arbor Day. Hey, it might be a big holiday in
5: their family. I don't know, but yeah. So I feel bad, but I enjoy his messages.
3: Hi, thanks for
0: having me. <laughs> See, that's the thing I'm afraid that's gonna happen if we do get Hammond in the room.
2: <laughs> is
0: Larry? Is, will you <laughs> sign my rock hard penis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: no, it's like Larry. It, it you will be drink. Larry, you want us to go grab you a top?
0: That's how the show goes, Kevin. <laughs> if you if you'd listen, you'd know this.
4: I'll listen to this episode because I'm on it. Oh,
0: yeah. With Chuck. With Chuck. You're a Chuck fan.
4: I am a big Chuck fan. Chuck's awesome.
0: You're a fuck. You're a friend of Chuck.
2: I'm a fucker, all right. (laughs) (laughs) That one's going to stick. I have a feeling that one's going to (laughs) stick. I am the phrase maker. I really have a good feeling on that one, Mike. Oh, (laughs) I can
0: see it. That is going to be right there with noted author, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I'm sure I totally butchered your last name. Is there supposed oh. to be some kind of like magical end sound, like onion? Yes,
0: it's actually pronounced araña. Aranya. Aranya. But I don't hold to do that. <laughs>
3: okay. Aranya. <It's> Eric Aranya. Letal. 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 suck.
2: We're, we are now getting a glimpse into Ed's personal life. The, <laughs> he is, after
0: all, Eduardo Freire.
3: <laughs> With a lemon twist.
0: The, the disturbing one is the hit and run poster over his bed.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> on the ceiling there's, up there. There's it's,
3: lots of green camouflage. You don't, you don't see it's green skin. That's paint. not a
0: poster. It's a mirror, and Justin is just dressed. He's gone. <laughs> <out.
2: laughs>
3: I sleep in my green camo pants.
2: Does Jen just curl up on the other side of the bed? Don't <laughs> That's assuming she's even in the room.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's true. She rolls her eyes and gets up and goes to the on the couch. Yeah. Oh, it's and run night again. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, it, now that there's two GI
0: Joe movies down, and and obviously the the advance returns that we've seen on on this one are very good as well, um, do you know if there's is there maybe a thought to giving Snake Eyes his own vehicle?
5: Um, I know there's been um, there's always been talk about that. I know I have. Mention that as well. I think their story is is big. I think the ninja story is so big, and Snake Eyes specifically is so huge. I think it would be a great. I think it would be a great movie. We're,
0: we're already counting down the days until the studio can delay GI Joe 3.
5: <laughs> oh, that's oh. <Hey>, no, <laughs> harsh. Oh, <sorry. laughs> you should be in my oh. shooting that happens, and then say that comment, and then it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> It was crazy, man. That was, those were
4: crazy
0: times. And this is Springfield, the primer for the 2015 G.I. Joe Convention. Springfield. is the city of firsts and the home of 32 fine universities and liberal arts colleges. It's also the largest Springfield in the United States and the home of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Ted. Toy
2: fans will also know it's the founding place of... Ted. Ted. For mil... Excuse me, sir. I am reading copy. Ted. This is Springfield, Massachusetts, the home of Milton Bradley Games. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're talking about Springfield, Illinois. I uh. uh I would have picked uh, Declassified Number One, uh, the variant cover that was the JoJo exclusive, because I actually have that. we try trying to copy it, Chuck.
0: <laughs> Nobody likes a copycat.
4: Nobody likes Chuck. <laughs> oh, no. There it is. I've got a copycat. I'm reading off a script here. <laughs> so basically, for the listeners at home and abroad, at Joe Conn in Dallas, Raging Spoon ran up to a pizza I was eating and shoved his hands into it. At which point I just threw the pizza at the wall and went upstairs because I hadn't eaten all day and that was, someone was nice enough to buy me. I think it was Ben Conway, yeah. It was nice to have to buy me pizza because I was just not in the mood. Because I hadn't eaten all day, it was just a busy day. And so here comes Raging Spoon with his raging hands into my pizza. And I just, I couldn't take it. I was just like, I'm done. Like you ruined my zen, whatever. So then comes Rollout Roll Call, which is an amazing show by the way and worth every penny to go up there. I know it's expensive, but it was just, it was so worth it. I went to go to a panel or go watch a panel. I forget what I was doing. I come back, and there's a sandwich for me, and it's open. And I didn't really think anything of it because it's England or whatever, the UK. And I'm like, oh, maybe they just leave everything open around here. I didn't even think it. And the thing is, I'm so paranoid, I should have just picked up on it. But, of course, my friend, Mike, who I was sharing a table with, he just didn't feel the need to tell me. So I eat half the sandwich, and then some girl goes, some girl had something. I was like, where'd you get? Oh, it was the Wuzzles. Someone had made custom, w- if you don't know what the Wuzzles are, I'm sorry, but she she had a custom Wuzzle stuffed animal. Like, oh, that's really cool. Where'd you get that? So I followed her into another room and halfway there, I get this message on my phone and it's a picture of the sandwich that I had just eaten half of. <laughs> Rage Spoon holding it with his bare hands. So he had groped my sandwich, put it back in the package, <laughs> Put it down. Mike had seen this happen because Mike took the photo of <laughs> after being handled. So Mike knew about it and just thought to wait until I'd eaten half of it to taunt me. And so like I had like raging spoon cooties for like the rest of the trip.
2: Did you grow a big Civil War General
1: beard?
4: Yeah, yeah, I got a weirder beard and I'm really bad at casting toys now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tonight we welcome gary mike and justin sorry no chuck tonight unfortunately we welcome you guys to the show how's everyone doing very well chris thank very you well, very well cheerio
2: awesome.
3: <laughs> eddie's good too did i use that right yes okay <laughs> watcher <laughs> uh, right off the bat bleep <laughs>
2: well was that you i was pretty impressive huh? that was, that was... Nor- normally we have to prompt him to do that
4: justin that... x <laughs> anyway yes yeah, so thank you for coming on guys thank our you our pleasure cheers if, if if we had a two-bit slime show would that make ours a one-bit slime show or just slime or which is or... slime
0: mike you make the call it's certainly become a two-bit slime show because we're involved <laughs>
3: Oh, and that's all I needed to know. Me and Hawk spent a very late night last year at Joe Con with some of the folks from Boss Fight Studio, just kind of hanging out in the lobby. And that was one of the highlights of the whole show: was just kind of hanging out and shooting the breeze and watching, uh, you know, Dave Proctor uh, jumping around and and being funny.
1: I think I left there, but I think I almost got in a fight with Kavanaugh somewhere in
0: the between my hotel and <laughs> getting back. I don't know. We we tripped over one another somewhere in
3: the way, but anyway. Kavanaugh, really? He doesn't like fighting. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. He was probably he was trying thinking. to make out with you. It's,
2: yeah, it's probably more like it. It can be mistaken. It's love, not war with James. He's always trying to play the clumsy gentleman.
0: That's what that was. Boy, those hands were all over the place.
2: <laughs> As a guy right. that's roomed and or uh, shacks <laughs> up with uh, Mr. Brown <laughs> on on the booth scene yeah yeah but i'm not gonna spit venom because then he'll uh, spit right back james you seem to be shacking up with a lot of people on the road <laughs> i'm a movie a- shaker man okay all right can we get that in your next book <laughs> tales from the gi joe road with james cavanaugh oh my god i think uh, amazon and ebay have uh <laughs> I, don't could- I don't think they could i don't think they could handle that no <laughs> i don't think amazon could handle that that's a whole that's a whole different genre <laughs> You would have to charge more than 20 bucks a book. Pretty much, yeah. And change your name to anonymous. <laughs>
0: yeah. we, we would also get in trouble with Bill Ratner, because we'd probably knock him off the top of the teen psychology books.
1: Okay. <laughs> Why weren't we
0: invited to host? Because you're in New York and
3: don't leave the house. They, they, uh, I couldn't, think I they uh, couldn't pick up your mother's basement and move it to Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> Justin. <laughs>
2: Warriors take your third straight couch Bowl and second consecutive division title. The Transformers are better squad in the playoff hopes for the 788. The fighting Justins upset the mighty horror show. All is decided, but the playoff seeding, including a possible early What's On Joe Mind Bowl preview. Don't go anywhere. It's week 14 of the What's On Joe Mind fantasy football desk. So is there a physical desk?
0: Yes, on the glorious What's on Joe Mine compound. In the virtual studios. Screw that. Let's get to it.
2: Hey, pulling up the fourth chair to the table, it's Joe Colton. Hello. What's going on? She stayed silent during that whole exchange. <coughs> she is already. She's a pro. On our wavelength,
0: man. This is awesome. She's a pro. Get get the hell out of the way for football talk. Whatever, man. Justin Bell, founder, Wolf's Head Publishing.
6: Yeah. Yes. Everyone,
0: golf clap. <laughs> Thank you. Now, at admission, that's not clapping. <laughs> good God.
2: Gentlemen, how are you? How you doing? <laughs> doing great.
1: We're, we're doing great. Zach, what's up, bro? What's up, Brian? Haven't seen you for a while.
2: It's been a while. Yeah, man, I'm uh, doing really great. I got out of those leotards. They were killing me. Yeah, they were wow, sweating. Yeah. But you know what? You fun. looked fantastic in those leotards. I just <laughs> want to tell you that. We had a good time, didn't we? Yes. We did. <laughs> amazing what leotards can do that's a better huh. time than I was expecting them to have <laughs> <laughs> Mike we saw some people in
0: leotards didn't we we tend to hang out with people in leotards <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> show prep
4: hey give me a break
0: were you on that episode
4: no
6: oh. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you in the throat when I see you oh you are not hey Justin this is your old pal shipwreck I just wanted to remind you, in case you've forgotten, that the New York Giants defeated the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 46 by a score of 21 to 17. Don't feel bad. It was close. I think if they'd had better pitching, they probably would have won. But it just wasn't in the cards, old pal. See ya. I had
2: two weird pms today from crazy people <laughs> Oh really Can you read them Read them to us please so I This should think. be a segment This should be a segment <laughs> I told her when she and Sarah get them I said let us know and we need to make them a segment Oh my god With really sexy chicka, wow wow wait, 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 <laughs> let's, let's go ahead
0: and, Let's go ahead and give this the proper intro We'll uh, unlock the closet here and let Ted out <laughs> Good evening, welcome to Creepy Cosplay Messages, <laughs> your host,
5: Joe Colton.
0: <laughs> and of course, not joining us today is, is our uh, is our friend uh, um, and, and uh, owner of GeneralsJoes.com and, and renowned newshound Justin Bell, but we decided to bring him with us to show. kind of blowing our own horn, um, because uh, the the folks at uh, Fun Publications were gracious enough to give us the last panel on what we thought was going to be the last joke on. Um, And of course, you know, our reaction to that now is, well, I guess we're coming back next year, but there goes the show. So thanks for that. Thanks for that, Brian.
6: You you threw our agenda out the window. (laughs) Any (laughs)
0: <laughs> Stinkin' Club can't even get the last con right.
2: <laughs> if you say it and you change your mind, I will edit it out. Or bleep it out. Because it'll be funnier if I bleep it out. That's that's actually true. It would be funnier if you bleep it Bleeping out. Bleeping is funny after all. And there we go. So all these people now who show up and hover, or linger, Trent, Clark and Maggie, have uh, dubbed them Klingons. So... <laughs> But it's like cling hyphen on.
0: (laughs) They're in orbit around Ah! (laughs) Uranus. This intro section is brought to you by Avax Lab. You can visit Kobe Brown and his band renowned at AvaxLab.com. On the internet, Avax Lab. It's a great place to get a little head.
6: We used to have, before I found the local comic shop in Bend, Oregon, the spinner rack at Long's Drugs would only get one copy of G.I. Joe. Oh man. So so me and Tim Roberts would fight each other to see who could get there first and uh and get the old uh GI Joe comic out. And I was I almost always won and he won for the for issue 19 where General Flag got killed. Oh, oh, spoiler. Is that a spoiler?
2: No. Too soon.
6: <laughs> right. No,
0: I think I think with a 35 year head start, I think you're good on that one.
2: Rocking
3: his
0: Joe Day shirt, I'm loving the the love for Rob. Yep.
3: And Joe yeah, Joe Aday
0: Do, doesn't doesn't have the money to buy a What's on Joe Mine shirt? But yeah, he's got a t-shirt on for a site that doesn't exist anymore. Got that Joe Day money? It was yeah. also free.
6: <laughs>
0: okay, that's fair. That that is actually that's the best argument he could have made there. Free free is free counts. Free makes a difference.
6: Yeah, I'll, I'll jump to the end. Uh, at a track meet in seventh grade, Tim Roberts uh, mistimed his high jump. Uh, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the high jump, but you pretty much jump at the start of the mat, so you clear the bar where it di- where it sags a little bit, and you land in the middle of the big cushy pad. Tim jumped at the middle, knocked the bar off, and then landed on the ground past the pit, Ooh. wham! And I remember I ran, I, you know, he just disappeared from view, and I thought, you know, who knows how he landed? Maybe he's really hurt. So I sprinted over there to make sure he was okay. Got down there and I'm like, Jim, are you okay? And he said, the seventh grade. He cursed, actually, but I'll edit it out. He said, Screw you, Weber. You're always <laughs> stealing those jokes. Like before we get there, he was still mad. Like four years later, he was still mad that I would Bogart the only copy of G.I. Joe. And that was the most salient thought in his uh, concussed brain. Joe Colton,
0: take it
4: away. Yes. So tonight's reveal is a man inquired if I could do a shoot for him with his dog as Wonder Woman. And have I done sexy shoots with animals.
6: Okay, the first question, why does he want the dog dressed like Wonder Woman?
0: We got 30 seconds to save the world. Oh god, let it burn.
2: <laughs> like I'm not even kidding, just yeah, let it burn,
0: but I, I'm here with with Brian Tudor and, and in the background changing his shirt it's is Johnny Potter. Is, is Johnny Potter the Johnny Potter the actual Johnny Potter no. a five million pound bid from Hasbro and Boulder Media for an unused port in
6: I'm gonna screw this up. I wish Patty <laughs> was here To kiss up while he's on the line the fact that Bobby bought the name for his favorite Joe character ever is ridiculous fandom, and I'm digging that forever.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's about 10% of the people out there that are mad about it, but.
2: I finally, I told him I was working out, I couldn't talk. And he says, but why? I am working out, lifting weights. Are you a boy or a girl? So I'm like, okay. All right. So uh, I actually told him I'm a stabbing robot,
4: but he did not get that reference. <laughs> and I told him I couldn't talk and he wants to know what I'm doing so I told him I'm working out
2: again lifting weights cardio getting in shape and he says but why are you doing so at this point I'm just I'm over the dude so I say uh, working out lifting weights getting swole bulking out crushing my enemies a bunch of stuff like that and he won't leave me alone so I start sending him pictures of Dave Batista. because <laughs> Dave Batista
1: is hilarious
4: and oh my god
2: that's all for this episode until next time, I'll see you at the Comics Race. You could
0: Sarah Dietrich plug in the damn show. Yay! Hey! How did you plug the damn show?
1: <laughs> I did! I've never plugged the damn show all week! Butter. her!